Hello, beautiful people. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon, morning or evening, wherever you're tuning in from. This is the Five Head Five Cents Show coming to you live from Mauritius. I'm your host, Captano Minor, and today I am super, super, super excited. Hey, guys, you have no idea how pumped I am. It's been a hectic week, but we're here and we are happy to be here and in studio. Hmm. I'm telling you, you guys, we are important. We are importanter. We've brought the most important person. <laughs> We've brought you our professional psychologist. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you who he is, what he does. Hey, Morgan, how's it going? What a, wow, very energetic. I love it. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I'm feeling amazing. Yeah, yeah. So my, my name is Jeremy Reitis. I'm originally from uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Um. I'm a I'm a qualified psychologist by profession uh, by profession as as Margaret has mentioned. I'm currently based in in Mauritius, um, and that's purely that's because I work at the African Leadership University. Mm -hmm. um, I've been I've I've been in Mauritius for almost five years. In July, it'll be five years, um, and my current role at at ALU is uh, I'm the campus director um, for our Mauritius campus. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I've got, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about uh, holistic well-being, uh, student wellness in particular, um, and, and, and personality psychology. But I think we'll get more into the student wellness stuff uh, <laughs> as, as the show goes on, right? Okay. Um, yeah. And how are you feeling today, Mr. J? We're just going to do a quick check-in, how you've been doing through, through the week. How are you feeling I'm feeling good. Uh, thanks for asking. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. I'm, I must admit, I'm a little bit nervous uh, to be on this professional setup. Uh, um, but feeling good. It's, it's really hot in Mauritius today. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a, had a nice lazy Sunday at home. Mm -hmm. um, missing, missing being on campus, missing seeing the students. Um, because we're currently in lockdown, uh, as you guys know. Yeah. Uh, it's our second lockdown now in Mauritius. Um, thankfully, it's not as, as hectic as, as last year. But um, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm feeling okay. How about you? Are uh, you feeling good? I'm feeling good. I mean, it's been a hectic week. We have deadlines. It's been a busy week. I don't know. And I think time moves different when you have lockdown because you're not conscious of your, your hours. So sometimes you sleep early, you sleep late. You're doing yeah. late nights, the weekends and the weekdays. The only thing that is different is classes, but even then they're online. So it's very easy yeah. to lose sight of the time. And then the week just goes by. And I don't know, we're just getting used to being around each other. But I think I like the fact that we still have company because on campus we can still interact yeah. with each other and be there for each other. But I'm also excited. I think the one thing I normally look forward to is this show because I get to relax, unplug and be mm -hmm. conscious about how I'm feeling mentally and also the fact that with all my guests I get to ask how are you doing and they ask me how I'm doing so I have time to you know play back and see how I'm feeling and yeah that's about how I'm feeling today but I'm super excited because today we're going to be talking about mental hygiene there's been so much that has been going on on the media around us with COVID still with us with countries being hit by third waves different types of strains from COVID and people adjusting to what seems like the new normal and we want to talk about how we are going to how we maintain our mental health and the only way to actually do that is mental hygiene that's how you promote your mental health and today i am joined by mr j we're going to be talking about um what he does what he would advise what our experiences have been we're also going mm. to be taking in questions from you guys opinions opinions comments 
So if you check out the chat box, so under the media player that you're tuning in from, there's a chat box. So feel free to just enter your username, chat away, tell us how you're feeling today, how what's your mood like, what has your week been like, um, are you excited to be here, are you feeling a bit nervous, are you tired? So just let us know how you're feeling. We're looking forward to, you know, sharing some of your comments and... Yeah, we are super, super excited. And Mr. J, we're just going to dive right into it. Yeah, We are going to talk about, first of all, what mental hygiene is. You know, we want you to tell us what your um, definition of mental hygiene is. Thanks, Max. Yeah, so um, when you reached out to me last week about this, I actually started thinking about it and and reflecting a little bit deeper on on what mental hygiene actually means to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then naturally I went to Google and I typed in what is mental hygiene. And so so what popped up there was just a pretty straightforward thing of, you know, it, it's just a practice of maintaining your mental health. But even that, Imam, when I read that, I'm like, okay, that's that in itself is a little bit vague, right? Yeah. What is... How does one practice maintaining your mental health? How can we unpack that a little bit more? Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, when, when, I, when I really started reflecting on it and going a bit deeper into it, it it's, it's, it's not necessarily just um, only about your mental state, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more about the holistic self and, and, and your holistic wellness. So... <clears throat> Yes, mental hygiene or mental health, rather mental health is, you know, the holistic uh, psychological state. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, when I think about how I'm doing mentally, I think about, okay, what is going on in my other areas of wellness as well? I think about it in a more holistic approach, physically, emotionally, socially, and how all these things are impacting on my mental state at any given time. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but maybe I'm I'm going a bit too far. Ahead. So let me bring it back again to to actual mental hygiene, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, in, in, the simplest form that I could uh, bring it to is really what are the things that you're doing day to day to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just as when you think of uh, your physical hygiene, right? Yeah. Every morning, well, hopefully, I, I know some of my students. I know some of my students skip the morning shower, but that's okay. It's student life. But you know, just like we, every morning, you wake up, you take a shower, you brush your teeth. You're brushing your teeth. That is for your oral hygiene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 um, you're doing these small practices that are looking after yourself physically. And this is, and, and these small practices are sort of taught to us from a young age. And then it becomes so natural and it, and it becomes a part of what we do, um, uh, you know, as a healthy habits that we need to do in order to just to maintain a, a minimum standard of, of physical hygiene. Um, the problem is that we don't necessarily do that with our mental hygiene, right? Yeah. It's only later on in life or, or, or when we get to um, uh, um, university. Thankfully, these days, I think it is coming in a little bit earlier. We see it in in preteens and adolescents that people are starting to take care of, of themselves, of their mental hygiene. But okay, so yeah, it, it's simply about, the question I ask is what are the small things you can do for yourself daily that that are, uh, that are take care of your mental well-being, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's hang on to that for a second because as we go deep into this conversation, you'll see that the small practices that we can do mm-hmm. don't necessarily 
oh sorry are not necessarily only about mental strength right it's also about your physical your emotional and i think that's what all sort of ties into your mental hygiene because the various elements of our wellness mm -hmm. they all they, they they live together right they they yeah. they, they don't they don't act in uh, in isolation uh, they all impact on each other a small example of that mags is you know you know that when you're feeling physically ill, when you have the flu and uh, or you're feeling a little bit run down, the body's feeling run down, you might feel a little bit more sad and you might, you know, you might want to phone home to mommy and, yeah. and you, right? Yeah. Because the emotions are feeling a little bit high. Or, or you might be feeling a little bit more um, intellectually fatigued. You don't, you don't have time to go into your online class when you're feeling uh, ill or, or, or emotionally, uh, you know, fatigued and that sort of thing. So... I've said a lot and I've, 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 <laughs> no, I, think, I've, I may have gone off on a tangent, but please bring me back to it. Yeah, and, and because I, I think the most important thing is the one thing I've taken out from what you're saying is that mental hygiene is not just practiced by doing something that is a mental thing. It has to also be intertwined with other physical, emotional, spiritual and other things yeah. that we do to actually promote mental hygiene. It's not just about the mental state. There are other things that we do that come into this and this week we had a challenge for our audience we had the mm -hmm. hashtag sanitizing my mind and a few people actually took part in it and even others were telling me how they do it they didn't post on their social media but this week we challenged people to sanitize their minds and what we meant i know we've been talking about sanitizing and all that and we've been doing that physically but amidst all these chaos how are we actually taking a moment to be consciously doing something that is taking mm -hmm. care of our mental health and people had actually so many phys physical activities and physical things that they do to step out. Some of them were like, I remember someone actually told me when I'm feeling really frustrated, I go to the balcony and just scream. And I was like, you know, that's actually a way of yeah. you yeah. <laughs> unplugging and, you know, bringing yourself back to the moment despite everything that's going on around us. And I think the main reason and the reason why I was asking what mental hygiene means to you is that sometimes we do things that we are not sure we are consciously doing to take care of ourselves but we need to be more yeah. intentional about you know taking care of our mental health taking a moment to take care of our bodies because if we don't we are going to crash and there's so much going on around us that it's very yeah. easy to spiral yeah yeah so yeah so Max, I, I didn't mean to cut you off but i definitely wanted to jump in because i think you're using such great language there to describe things mm -hmm. um but just quickly, back to your, I, I followed your Instagram stories and the posts that were coming in from your listeners mm -hmm. are exactly speaking to my point that it's not just about the mental, right? Yeah. It, a lot of the posts had got, uh, I saw one post with someone um, connecting with their family. Yeah. And that's an example of how the social wellness is impacting on the mental health and, you know, making being deliberate about making that effort of connection. Yeah. I saw another post that had uh, some exercise in. So that's obviously your physical wellness. I yeah. saw a post about reading. That's your that could be your intellectual wellness or, or even mental. Right. So. So thank you to your listeners for proving the point that I just made now um, <laughs> and uh, about it being holistic. The, the, the second part that I just wanted to quickly highlight that you used words like us being intentional and deliberate about these things, you know, being aware of them. Yeah. And 100% right. I think we need to be intentional about how we look after ourselves in these various areas of wellness. Mm -hmm. But one thing that we, we need to go a step further than that, right? We need to also be uh, deliberate about 
catching those moments and, and, and reflecting on how they make us feel or what is the shift that they are causing for us, right? Yeah. So I'll break it down into example. Let's say you want to look after your, your, your physical, I mean, I'm going to use physical wellness because it's the easiest and I think it's the most relatable. I think everyone uh, gets it, uh, it's, it's a bit more uh, tangible, right? So uh, let's say, for example, you exercise um, 30 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. And you're pretty intentional about that. You're deliberate. You say, I, I need to uh, exercise 30 minutes a day because I know it's going to improve my physical well-being. What I'm pushing people to be intentional about is taking a moment after you exercise and recognize what it is you are feeling or experiencing or even what you are experiencing and feeling while you are exercising, being mindful of that moment and capture what that is, right? And lock it away in your head or write it down somewhere, somewhere that so that the next time when you need to go for that five kilometer run and you're feeling so demotivated and you don't want to do it, you can sort of bring that feeling or that, that, that whatever you want to call it back into, you can make it alive in your space, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully that can motivate you to carry on. So it's about, you know, yes, being intentional and deliberate about the actions that we're doing that are, <clears throat> that are um, enhancing our wellness but also being mindful about what those things are, how they're impacting us in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope, it makes, sense. I hope it, it makes sense in my head, I think. Yeah, so I want to hear from our audience. I want to hear if you guys can understand what Mr. J is, is saying. I mean, I, I call him Mr. J because he was my boss at some point. So it's so hard for me to say Jeremy. So, but yeah, his name is Jeremy. So please tell us how, if you're understanding what he's saying, if you resonate to what he's saying, if you have any other opinions, if you have any input that you want to tell us about what mental hygiene means to you as an individual. And you can reach us at fivehead underscore five cents on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. And also be sure to comment on the chat box below our streaming platform and tell us what do you think mental hygiene means to you so we're going to take a quick break to let what we've heard uh sink in we're going to listen to some music and then we're also going to be taking some time to hear what you guys are saying about the conversation that we are having today welcome back welcome back guys i hope you've enjoyed the break if you're just joining us this is the five head five cents show and i'm your host Captain minor today i am joined by jeremy Ritas psychologist currently based in Mauritius he's originally from SA and we are happy to have you guys here we've heard your comments we've seen how you guys are doing you guys are saying it's been a long week you some of you are feeling exhausted some of you are feeling a bit um anxious for the next week you're feeling a bit exhausted I hope you guys are also taking a minute to you know to just take care of yourself to relax to take in everything that's been happening around you and you know just breathing taking a woman to breathe sometimes all you need is just to breathe so we're gonna get back into it and um i'm gonna take mr j to a different part of the conversation and we are going to be talking about how you know it's easy to say okay let's take a minute to take care of our mental Mm. hygiene our mental health let's take a minute to you know take in the moment but let's look at what is happening right now there's covid there's so much anxiety like for instance for us in this current situation we are in campus we don't know what it's going to look like once um, 
everything opens up in Mauritius. We don't know what's going to look like for us in class, our graduation, our careers. We don't know anything anyway. So it can be very easy for us to get anxious. How do you then um, remember amidst all this chaos that's happening? Like sometimes my brain is just screaming. Every time I want to breathe, my brain is just like, mm, you don't even have the time. You've not done your assignments. You've not gone to class. You haven't done this. You haven't done this. Have you called home? How is everyone doing at home? What if they're not fine? So amidst all these chaos, how do we then bring ourselves back? Like, how can we remember to take care of ourselves when everything around us seems to be moving faster than we can catch up? Yeah, yeah, Morgan, that's, that's such a, uh, a, a real question, right? I think everyone is experiencing that to some degree, whether, whether we're still in lockdown or not, I think I think in, you know, March 2020, when this, when the pandemic hit, I think it, it threw a lot of us off. And, and then one of the main symptoms or consequence of, of lockdown was that we were faced uh, with ourselves. It, you know, we, we, we all had to actually, we were forced to, 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 to stop and, 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 and live with ourselves in a sense, right? Because, you know, uh, pre-lockdown pre and that, we're always on the go, we're always doing things, but now it's like, in that moment, we, we had to stop. We, we, were, we couldn't escape, so to speak. And, and then, um, if I can speak, like, just in the Mauritian context, in the Mauritian context, excuse me, we, we sort of went back to normal where things were opened up again and, and life went somewhat back to, to, to normal. And then bam, we hit with another lockdown. And so now we are again faced with being in our own space uh, all the time without that external escapes. Um, and this time it feels a little bit more even, you know, it feels a little uh, bit more anxiety provoking because we knew what it was uh, like just a few weeks ago, right? So, um, but to to get your question, I think the yes, it's it's pretty easy to say, just slow down and 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 reflect. But what does that actually mean? So for me, um, I can I can share a bit of 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 what I did last year, and um, and hopefully people can get some takeaways from it. But um, uh, and then I can add on to some uh, general ideas, but. My my goal for 2020 was to bring things back down to the basics. This was even before the pandemic hit. In in January 2020, I said to myself, things are going too fast uh, with work and life and all of those sort of things. But what are the things that you can do uh, on a basic level and get those right and and then and then uh, build up from that. Um, because I realized that every year I was making these grand goals. By the end of this year, I want to do this, this, this. And I was so focused on the outcome that I was not necessarily focused too much on the actual process. I wasn't really enjoying any of the uh, the learnings and, 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 and behaviors that was going into it. It was too, too, too much focus was being put on the outcome. And therefore, too much, you know, with, with that came a lot of the doubts and can I even do this? And anyway, so I said to myself, right. Bring it back down to basic. Have a look at at the different areas of your wellness, and what what are the the most basic things you can do uh, that can that you that you'll be able to get done on a daily basis, mm -hmm. and and that you can build from. And so, 
what that looked like for me, for example, was um, for my for, for, for my mental health, for example, I said to myself, okay, what, you, what part of my day can I absolutely own? Before anything, before I open up an email from work, before students start reaching out to me, before all, before the, you know, the rest of the, my life takes over. And uh, so for me, it was, okay, every morning, that, that's, the, that's the part of the day that is going to be 100% mine. Um, and so it basically is every morning, wake up, do my routine, I will sit and I will uh, do a little bit of a morning reflection, read, um, uh, I'll say my morning prayers and then, and then I'll get going. And then, and then, then I decide whether I want to stretch or work out or whatever the case is. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a solid 20, uh, uh, 15 to 20 minutes every morning. And I realized that that for me was one, that was the most basic thing I could do for myself, mm-hmm. uh, for my mental health, because I felt like it just grounded me into space and it, it allowed me to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, lockdown happened and, and, uh, then I was like, oh, damn, I'm, you know, the universe is actually making me uh, get back to basics, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't have the other distractions. And I tell you, I had to get it into, it had to be, uh, it had to become practice. Um, it wasn't easy at the start because I was, you know, the anxiety of getting things done and being on email and responding and, and doing all these things. But thankfully that has now, you know, it's become it's such a basic thing that it became, it's become part of my healthy habits that I, it, it's a natural thing. It's as natural as brushing my teeth now. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wake up in the morning. Um, and, uh, and I think that's, and, and then from there I realized, okay, so that's one thing for my mental health. Now what's the next basic thing I can do to add to that? So instead, essentially what I'm, ex- what I'm describing is, is instead of thinking of the, this major grand goal mm-hmm. of, so um, uh, that, that I want to achieve by the end of the year, I literally just said, look, what is the basic action or the basic thought or the basic um, feeling that I want and how can I actually just work on it little by little? Um, I've applied this to my physical health as well. I've applied it to my emotional health, my social health as well. So uh, one of the things with lockdown is that, I mean, I haven't been home in, a, in over a year and a half uh, back to South Africa, so I'm missing the family and friends quite, uh, quite a bit. And one of the things that uh, the most basic thing was, okay, get on the phone call with your, your dad once a week, you know, yeah. uh, as simple as that. And then start building on, on, on top of that with other social connections um, and so forth. So I think, um, you know, for, so, so that's my journey, right? And yeah. I'm happy to share that with you. And I think obviously with everyone, um, what works for me won't work for others. Yeah. Meaning the practices might not work, but the idea could work, right? Yeah. The ideal, the idea of thinking around, or, or the framework of thinking around, what is the actual basics that I can put in place for myself today, mm-hmm. um, and get it started. And you know what the great thing about it, Margaret, is that once you achieve it, like once you, uh, yeah, let me use the word achieve it. Once you achieve that small thing on the day, it literally gives, it, it, it feels like a sense of achievement, like I've achieved something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then and because I'm a competitive guy, so mm-hmm. I like the sense of achievement. So I'm like, okay, JJ, next day, do it again and see yeah. if you can do something more on top of it, right? And so, yeah. um, like a healthy competition with myself, as I said out loud. But 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 th- then that sense of achievement starts to set in with that healthy habit, right? Mm-hmm. And then that 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 then 
ups our motivation as well. So mm -hmm. I suppose the, 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 the framework or, or, or the, the way of thinking that I, I would like to share is, again, the, what are the basics that you can implement for yourself? And here's a big one. What is, it, it, as you described, Max, the, the, the busyness of things, right? Yeah. That, that is happening where, where, where you can't, where it's difficult to force yourself to slow down. I, I, I will always ask, like, what is the one part of your day that you can own? that is entirely yours, that is not dedicated to a friend or family or emails or school or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And 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 you, you you as an individual know when that time of the day is, right? Yeah. And then you call out, maybe start off with 10 minutes. Maybe start, and then, and then you build on that, right? Yeah. We can't go, you know, if, you've, if you haven't done a push-up in, in five years, don't try and do 100 push-ups day one. Do one push-up. You're you shouting, know? you're shouting. <laughs> Oh, Are you coming to I, attack I, us? Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you attacking <laughs> us? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So we should start with just one. We can't do thirty. Hey, if you want to push yourself to do thirty, go for it. But here, but, but here's the here's the flip side of that. Mm -hmm. If you don't get to thirty, let's say you put you you, you set that goal mm -hmm. for doing that thirty push up, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't get to day one. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna feel? I'm gonna feel bad, obviously. Yeah, you're gonna feel a little bit dejected, a little bit, you know. Oh man, I knew I couldn't do thirty. I'm useless. And yeah. and we're using we're using just push-ups as a metaphor here, people. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the same thing with schoolwork. Oh man, I want to get an A in engineering or a, a ninety-five. In a, listen, if you are a D student overall and you're aiming for an A at the end of the term, I've got bad news, guys. You're probably not gonna get it. Try and get the 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 you know the good grade in the next uh, in the next uh, exam or test whatever the case is or, or, or implement practices that will help you learn better learn how to learn anyway I'm going yeah. off here but, but let me yeah, but let me bring it back so the, the uh, so to the point of if you set up for thirty push-ups for that day and you don't mm -hmm. get it mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you're bringing a different element of doubt into the space yeah whereas um, if you if you say and then you essentially what you you tell yourself is you failed right yeah and then you go to the failure where I'm saying listen um, build up to it you know maybe on your way to thirty push-ups you, maybe you've set the goal for thirty push-ups today but you only get to twenty five say to yourself hey fantastic all right twenty five is now tomorrow I just want to beat twenty five yeah. Yeah, you know so what I, mean? I like what you said, and I think there's something that you shared that when you were starting off, especially during the lockdown, um, the habit of taking 20 minutes out of your time just for you. Mm. Um, I want I want to ask, wh how did you get to a point where you felt that you wanted to do that for you? It's very easy not to remember yeah. ourselves. I know I'm a victim of that. Sometimes I'm just yeah. every. I feel like everyone else everywhere needs me. Or my work needs me, my assignments need me, but yeah. I don't have, I feel like I don't, I don't consciously take, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, just to me, just me, myself and I. So how do yeah. you get to a point or how do you even know that you're not at that point and then you get to bring yourself back to a point where you're putting yourself as a priority? Yeah, that's, I mean, again, that's, that's such a good, a, a good question and a great point to raise. So for, for, you know, if I go back to my, my story and my journey, it, you know, Max, in the beginning, it, was, it wasn't easy, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, today I'll do it. Then tomorrow I didn't do it. Maybe three days I didn't do it. Then I had to mm -hmm. come back to it. It was sort of on and off until, you know, 
all of a sudden I've got two days in a row, three days in a row, and so forth and so on. Now, how did I recognize that I've got to that point? Is that unfortunately, when, when the first lockdown hit, I was overworking. I was on my laptop um, uh, the whole day almost, right? And like, you know, just trying to be online, trying to make sure things are going okay with work and all of that. And I didn't have a proper cut of time. And, and essentially, so, so very quickly, I felt pretty burnt out. I, I recognized uh, small changes in my behavior where I was a little bit more irritable, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, quicker, than, quicker than usual. You know, I was, I was feeling like I, I, was, I was so mindful of how I was, how I was feeling emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty down and, and a little bit, like, like I mentioned, frustrated, sad, and all of that. And for me, that's sort of when the, 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 the lights went off, the red lights. It's like, I oh, know, you've you got to do something now, Jeremy, right? Yeah. Now, thankfully, that experience has happened, but now, it's, now I'm at a stage where, look, look, let's not wait to feel some kind of way before we do something. Mm-hmm. Let's implement the healthy practices proactively so we don't have to feel bad to get to it right yeah um, so yeah and then and then the shift for me was also and 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 this is what i share with a lot of the students is that uh you gotta try and 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 um focus on the practice of the process you know um identify what is the skill that you may be trying to enhance so what is the emotion that you're experiencing you know mindfulness practices right yeah. uh, versus what it will be at the end of it. Oh, at the end, I'm going to feel this way. At the end of this process, I'm going to look mm. this way. Right? The problem with that is when we get to the end of uh, a six-month diet and, you know, or, or a six-month gym program or six months, or, or when we finish one book, what do we do? We set the goalpost a little bit more further. So now we focus on, a, you know, so it's like our happiness or, or growth is dependent on these outcomes where it's like, hang on a second, you can actually train yourself to be happy within the process. You can train you train your 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 uh, wellness to be uh, to be sort of fluid in these moments of of growth, right? Yeah. So we have a question from one of our audience, and they're saying that um, lately I've been so happy, and nothing stresses me out, despite the fact that there's so much chaos going on around. Am I okay? So um, I think this person is just worried about. Okay, everybody else seems to yeah. be feeling some negative emotions, but yeah. really for me, I'm just happy. So they want to know yeah. if <laughs> if something is is wrong with them. I wouldn't know how to answer that. So <laughs> well, you know, that is that's not unusual, hey. You know, when we have when we we get into a space where, uh, and this is sort of generally where we may be when whether it's in our own lives where we've, we've gone through a period of feeling down or whatever, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, we do things and we get happy and we, we get into this good space and we start waiting for what's wrong or we question why am I so happy or, or how long is this going to last, right? Yeah. And, and again, Margaret, look what we're doing now. We are, again, we're focusing on, on what's next. You know, we're not, we're not being mindful of, of oh, how we are in that moment, right? Yeah. And so that, that, the audience member who asked that, I would say, listen, you're good. Be mindful of your happiness. Embrace it. Lean into it. Um, experience it. Um, just because, and j- just because the things around you and things around us may be going bad, uh, doesn't mean that you you are 
uh, experiencing something bad, right? Yeah. And uh, and and they don't, don't. I would I would say don't feel guilty about it. In, in embrace whatever emotion it is that you're feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends ask me, you know, when 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 the co- when the pandemic hit last year, I, I I jumped on calls with so many friends and other professionals, and you know, we were trying to unpack and and talk through about how people are all experiencing this different. And and we said, you know, one of my friends said something to me. It's like we're all we're all in the same ocean with this, but some of us are in different boats, right? We're all in different boats going through this. And, and that really resonated with me. So she, this caller or, or, or the audience member, she's in the ocean, but she's in her boat and her boat is happiness right now. And I'd say go for it, right? Yeah. Okay. So guys, we're going to take another quick... Sorry. Oh, so before you break, can, mm-hmm. can I just add one more thing to that? Yeah. You've got me on a roll. So <laughs> it's the same thing as if, if in this moment you're feeling sad or anxious mm-hmm. or or a little bit low, or experiencing some sort of, you know, uh, depression and all of this. Uh, it's also okay, right? Yeah. It's 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 a, it's a it's a symptom of what's happening all around us at the moment. And so again, I would say, don't be ashamed of these negative emotions. Don't be ashamed of of feeling the way you feel. Your feelings are valid, and and leaning to them, sit sit with them, and and then. Uh, you know, you get into a space where you can express them appropriately and work on getting out of the negative space. Thank you so much, Mr. J. I've gotten so much from, especially this second part of the conversation. I think you are just speaking to me. (laughs) So I really resonated with a lot of what you said. And I think just practicing that, the one thing I've taken away from this is just taking the tiny habits and taking the small steps. You're not just jumping from the bottom of the mountain to the top. You're just taking the tiny yeah. steps, you know, trying to grab on a stone that can hold you and, you know, moving and making sure you're also celebrating your milestones despite everything that's happening around. Because it's very easy to just, you know, I know I've started things and then I get halfway, I'm like, oh, I didn't succeed. My goal was this. I only got halfway and then I'm like, I'm a failure. I don't think I was cut out for these. And then I stopped yeah. doing it all together. Yeah. Meanwhile, I could have done it and continued doing it until I got to a point where, you know, I reached my ultimate goal. So guys, we're going to take a quick break. Um, We want you guys to also tell us how you're feeling. We've not read a lot of your comments. You guys have sent in so many questions for Mr. J. So when we come back, he's just going to do a quick (laughs) Q&A and try to answer some of the questions that you have uh, for us. And the good thing is he's here with us. He's not going anywhere. We're also going to be sending him all these questions uh, that you're going to be sending after the show. And he's going to answer them. We're going to be answering them on our stories, on our chat. We're going to be talking to you one-on-one. And we also will be consulting with him because, again, all of us are just learning. This is a learning process for us. Nobody is perfect. We're just aiming for progress. As long as we are better each day than we were yesterday, even in terms of knowledge and how we're taking care of ourselves, then that's the goal. The goal is just to progress. We just keep moving. So guys, we're gonna listen to some amazing music again. Reach out, reach out to us at five head underscore five cents on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. And also feel free to check up in the chat. You know, feeling what you're feeling, ask your questions. We're gonna be right back. Welcome back, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the break. If you're just joining us, this is the Five Head Five Cents Show, and I'm your host, Captain Omina. And today in studio, I have with me 
Mr. J, known as Jeremy Reuters. He's a psychologist and um, we've been talking about mental hygiene. We've been talked about what mental hygiene is, how to practice it, how to even know that you're actually not taking care of yourself, what to do when you feel that, you know, you're not taking good care of yourself, how to stay in touch with those feelings, how to be consistent, and also just the small practices that we can do to ensure that we are doing better. So we said that when we get back, we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be answering some of the questions that you guys have. But also, we want Mr. J to just, you know, tell us a few wise words, you know, a wise word from a man who's been <laughs> alive long enough. Right. So I'm going to allow you to just talk to the audience. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Maul. I think it's like what we were, we were just chatting about off mm -hmm. air. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've got um, my, my lens is definitely skewed towards student wellness and 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 but i think it, it these these practices can be used for everyone you know you you're always going to be no, no matter what at what stage of your life you're at you're always going to have some sort of distractions whether it's work or family or and i say distractions quite broadly right there's mm -hmm. good distractions bad distractions and and uh there, there, there's always going to be some sort of pressure and there's, it's so easy just to make that excuse that I don't have the time to 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 take to own a part of my day and and um, and listen. It's the same as you know to bring it back to ment uh, to mental hygiene. When you get a a headache or tummy a tummy ache, we go straight to a GP, a doctor. When you get a a toothache, you go straight to a dentist. Not not all the time, but you know if it gets too much, you go to a dentist. Why can't we need to be in a space or, or promote the idea that once you are starting to feel uh, um, emotionally distressed, or even before that, proactively go and go and seek professional help, whether it is with a, a therapist or a psychologist or a, your, your, a pastoral counselor or you know a registered counselor. All of these things, it's so important for 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 people to to be proactive about these things. And I mean, again. I, I can't take credit for this quote. I saw it on, I think, on someone's Instagram or something. But it's like, if you don't make time for your wellness, you're going to be forced to make time for your illness. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and, and that quote, I wish I could take credit for that. So, but, I, but we have integrity, and I'm not going to plagiarize. So, <laughs> uh, and I don't know who to give credit to for that, mm -hmm. but it's it's so true, um, and we see it far too often. And so, Margaret, I just want to say, you know, it, it's platforms like this in, in particular, your podcast and, and, and young, young people, but in particular, young African people talking about holistic wellness is what we need to push constantly because there is still this major stigma yeah. uh, attached to mental health on the continent where people don't want to reach out to help, uh, reach out for help because it's, uh, you know, it, it's a, you have to be vulnerable when you do it. And vulnerability, unfortunately, is, is still viewed as weakness, and that's complete nonsense. You know, uh, reaching out and being vulnerable is the bravest thing anyone can ever do, yeah. in my opinion. So, so keep 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 fighting the good fight, you and your team. But also, I think the the idea is stop making excuses. Uh, number one, if you're in a good space right now, getting get, implement practices that can be proactive, and if you are feeling if you are feeling extremely low, where 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 just getting out of bed feels like climbing a Kilimanjaro, you know, take that one step first and 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 build on it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think the challenge to, you know, part of our audience that uh, maybe are no longer students, are working, um, are alumni, mm. uh, parents, uh, uncles, aunties, like part of the older generation who maybe are not still in school right now and maybe they don't have the safety net of maybe having a mm. wellness team, having, you know, a psychology department that they can reach out to. And I mean, sometimes um, therapy is quite expensive and even yeah. seeking out for help. I think... It's important to just even reach out to anyone that you can trust to talk to. Because I think yeah. when you can talk about your problem, it helps a little bit more than just, you know. Well, 100%, Margaret. I think now what you, you, you're talking to is, is your social wellness, right? Yeah. That's the element of your social wellness. And the idea is that, you know, you'll speak to someone who you can try. And social wellness, by the way, is not about how many friends you have on Facebook or Twitter and how many people like your stuff. No, mm -hmm. social wellness is really about are you able to create and maintain healthy relationships? And if you have, yes, therapy is expensive in most of the, most of the, uh, on, on most parts of the continent. But if you have someone in your network that you can absolutely trust and, and, and share with just to alleviate some sort of your, uh, the, 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 the mental and emotional pain you're going through, I, I'd recommend that. Listen, again, you're not, you don't necessarily need to go to that friend or family member to, to give you the advice, right? That's not necessarily what's needed. Maybe you just need someone to be to hear you. And and a lot of the times we just need to be heard. Um, but I agree, look, there. I was also uh, once young and uh, a fresh graduate, at, at, you know, and, and thought that uh, life was gonna take off and, you know, all of this great stuff, but I graduated and I was unemployed for quite a while. and. <laughs> It's hectic. It's hectic out there. And, and then you think to yourself, this is it, right? And But even in those moments, I think there's an opportunity to think about, okay, where, I, where am I right now in my life? What is the phase, the stage of my life that I'm in right now? Um, what are the impacts or what are the things impacting my, on my various areas of, of, of wellness? And then, back, so, and then take it from there. So identifying your stage where you're at in that space right mm -hmm. and then and as we just alluded to now community right reaching out to 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 uh your your network and and and, and those that you trust yeah and okay so we're going to jump into the questions that uh we've gotten from members of our audience and people who even sent yes. you questions earlier so there's someone that said um does social media affect one's mental health and they talked about how um mm -hmm. sometimes in on social media there's a lot of things that you know we awaken traumas that we've buried or we've mm -hmm. gotten over and so how do we handle all that especially in the era that sometimes we can't always con yeah. control what we're seeing when we scroll on instagram when we scroll on twitter yeah. we can't control what we are taking in so yeah. i think we can just talk about social media and mental health and how to ensure that even though we're on these platforms we're still consciously taking care of our mental health yeah well, we would need a whole nother hour discuss <laughs> this one because I, I tell you, Margaret, I've got I've got so many views on social media and mental health, and especially social media impact on uh, on adolescents and, and and university students. And I can share with you um, later on in this week uh, some of the studies that some of my colleagues have actually done mm -hmm. uh, back in South Africa and and some online stuff and and. And then maybe you can put that out to your to your audience um, later on in in the week. So I won't go into too much detail about that. 
Yeah. Um, but 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 look, the short answer to that is, um, uh, what can? Yes, we you, we cannot control uh, what what we take in from social media. It's actually quite scary how the algorithms work. Look, I don't know the technical part of it, but how like look, I googled something about uh, gym the other day, and all of a sudden on my Instagram adverts, it's all people gymming and looking fantastic with six packs, and I'm like, oh no, let me split this ice cream out and go do a hundred sit ups right now, right? <laughs> So here's a 37-year-old man getting <laughs> getting influenced by social media, and it happens. So, so we we might not be able to control what we do, but what we can control is how much time we give to it, mm-hmm. how much exposure we allow with it, right? Yeah. And these days, there's so many apps where you can switch your phone off automatically and block it. And um, but but the, okay. So the short answer is: listen, limit your time with it. You, that's the thing you control. Yeah. You control how much you give to it. You control how much you expose yourself on it. You, you control how much you get exposed to it. You might, not get, you might not be able to control the content that you're receiving all the time, but you can control your exposure and how much you give to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and what about the times you've already taken in what's happening? Like, you know, there's always oh. something that's trending and topics and yeah. there's always so many yeah. other things that are triggers to people. Yeah. So now... You've already seen it. What happens then? Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, so that's a, that's a tough one because already somehow it may be um, impacting on how we view ourselves in relation to the world, right? If we are constantly seeing images of how we think things should be or, I, or our ideals of beauty or our ideals of, of, uh, of ways of living, right? Um, for me, it, not to get too deep into it, but again, it brings it back down to the individual. On okay, so can you assess where you are right now and how this particular post makes you feel, right? So being mindful of how you're responding to that, and then really interrogating that feeling, right? So let's say, for example, let me use my own example of me seeing the guy with the six pack and me eating ice cream. I'm like, oh. <laughs> In that moment, instead of just having that knee-jerk reaction of, okay, I need to do 100 sit-ups, having a, you know, really interrogating, hang on a second, how does this actually make me feel in this moment right now, right? Yeah. Is it worth me giving up this wonderful chocolate ice cream or, or, or so forth? So, um, but, but, you know, I make, I'm, I'm making a joke about it but, uh, or making light of it rather, but it's, it's, it really is serious and it really is just us being mindful about um, how these things are, are impacting on us. Okay. And, and, and then, to your point, having a discussion with one, a, 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 a peer in person about it, right? Yeah. Instead of going online and, and, and what do you, <laughs> instead of going online and trolling about it or whatever, I don't know what you guys said. Yeah. Um, and to move to our next question, so someone is asking, how can environmental influences be used to someone's advantage when it comes to mental Ooh. health? I love that question. That's such a good question. Um, and, 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 the, and, the, and the reason for that is we, we take for granted how important our environment is and how it actually impacts on, 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 on how we feel about ourselves and how we think about ourselves. Um, so this is, uh, for, for, for those of us in lockdown and, and uh, in, in our own spaces, um, I would say to people, be deliberate about how you are using different spaces in your living environment. 
So for example, at home, I make sure that I have a separate place for my work now. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know that I can, and, and by the way, that then helps me determine my start and stop day for my, the start and stop time for my day. So that work doesn't trickle into my other, my, my, my other living spaces. Um, I know for you, for, uh, for, for students, you know, it's so easy for you to sit on your bed and, and study. Don't do that. Use the desk in your room and, and, and study. Go into the learning commons and, and, and the classrooms and do your online classes in an open space. Obviously, social distance from your friends. <laughs> but, but I've got to throw that in there. Let's keep the protocols. But even if you're working, if you're at home and you're working from home, if you can, Create space where you are, you know, your, your bedroom is sacred. That's where you sleep. Then you have your TV or, you, you know, watch TV or on your laptop or whatever the case is. But And have your workspace uh, separate. So so hold your different spaces for different things and, and be quite uh, sacred about it, right? Be strict with yourself on it, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. J. I think those are all the questions we're going to be able to take today. Any other questions um, that you've asked have been answered somewhere along the conversation so we're going to be we've taken a recording of this and we're going to be uploading it tomorrow so on our social media we're going to share a link for anyone that maybe came in through halfway through the conversation or you missed out on most of the conversation or you know anyone that would have loved to listen to this and they missed out on it so we're going to be sharing that link on our social media so that is at five head underscore five cents on instagram twitter and facebook and mr j thank you so so much for your time so we're just gonna allow you to give us some closing remarks you know drop some words of wisdom for our audience <laughs> yeah before we wrap it up thanks margaret and 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 thank you to you and your team for uh, inviting me on um, and also co- major congratulations to you and your team. I know you started this a couple of years back with just you. Yeah. And now you've got a team of uh, quite, a, quite a few people working for, uh, with, for the podcast. So fantastic. Keep it up. And I, I love the idea of a show sort of dedicated to uh, the conversation of well-being. Um, words of wisdom. I, uh, let me see what I've got. <laughs> um, I don't think it's words of wisdom. I think, and you've probably heard me say this over and over, so you, yeah. you probably maybe saw this, but I think, listen, guys, if you have the opportunity to talk about um, uh, how you're feeling or how you're viewing yourself um, in relation to the world, uh, get, you know, um, speak to people about it. You know, don't, don't, be, don't be scared to hold that in. Don't be scared to be vulnerable. Um, be mindful about how you are interacting with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be mindful about how you are treating yourself. Um, we, you know, we work at a, I, I work at a, a leadership institute, a university that is focused on leadership. And, and one of the things that we, our students go through in the year one is called leadership core. And they talk, they, 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 they learn about uh, leading others and leading self. And I always say to our students, the biggest part to leading self mm-hmm. is self-care. Self-leadership starts with self-care. You've got to take care of yourself before you can lead yourself, before you can lead anyone else. Um, so thank you for this platform. Keep it going. We, we, there's so much more work to do on, on the fight mm-hmm. against the negative stigma that is attached to, to, to mental health on the continent. And we've got to keep doing that. And then lastly, I'm going to put a shameless plug in here. 
I warned you about this. You're um, allowed. I'm, I'm, I'm starting my own uh, podcast, which is called The Wellness Lab. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and, and the idea behind it is really just to build on conversations like this um, with professionals in, in, in various areas of our wellness, from psychologists to financial advisors uh, to, to uh, chiropractors. And by the way, it will be people mainly in my network if they agree, firstly. Um, and, and the idea is to, to bring the wellness conversation to a level where people can really engage with it. Um, with some sort of robust, um, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, research in the background, but but not a not a heavily fo- academic focus, because I think sometimes when we do that, it again then becomes less relatable, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's enough about that. That I'm hoping to launch that in um, uh, first week in April. So I will I will let you guys. I'm yeah. going to be, I'm going to be on your neck on that. I'm going to be, <laughs> we're going to yeah. share that as soon as you drop it. We're going to be so excited to share it with our audience. Yeah. And I think we'll also be consulting with you a lot and collaborating too. So too. yeah, because yeah. I think we all have the same goal at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. I love it. <laughs> uh, we do, we do. And does your audience know that you were a peer counselor? Yeah, I did a whole episode about how we started. Actually, I think I forgot to mention that. Uh, Mr. J was my boss when I was a peer counselor, and this was actually <laughs> this was actually a capstone project that he sort of forced us to do. Okay, he didn't really force us, but he insisted that before we finish working for him as part of our contract, we have to do a capstone project outside of our job description. We have to do something we are passionate about that you know, helps the community. And I just started mm. it as a joke. Initially, I didn't think it would come this far, but now. I don't know. It's it's become so big. We have a whole team. We have people who are working with us. We have wow. employees. Ah, it's wow. been amazing. So actually shout out to him for pushing us <laughs> as a team. Yeah. No, no, no. Thank you, you so much, yes, Mr. J. Thanks, Max. I really I really enjoyed my time here and, and I hope I hope your 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 listen your audience can take at least something away. Again, you know, we can't be everything for everyone. Yeah. But sometimes it's one or two things that can come out anyway have a great one thank you (laughs) thank you so much guys for joining us if you have just joined us again maybe you've missed out on the show but we are going to be recording it and putting it up on our social media platform guys tell us how you felt after this show tell us what your takeaway was and any other questions that you have send them our way we're going to be answering them throughout the week so also continue with the hashtag sanitizing my mind challenge. So it's not just a one-time thing. It's not something we're just going to be doing this week. It's something that you have to keep doing every other week. So let's keep at it, guys. And we're going to be resharing. And the point of resharing is actually to just show each other that, guys, I'm doing this. Someone else is doing this. That we are together in this. You're not alone. And it's okay for you to take a minute. It's okay for you to be vulnerable. To tell people that you actually take care of yourself. It's okay to show your friends that, you know what, we hang out. We do all these things together. But at the end of the day, I take a minute to, you know, to recognize my feelings and take a deep breath and also just take great care of myself and we had said we we're gonna shout out the best not the best per se but one of the videos that you know was really really great and our shout out is gonna go to audrey who took the time to do some makeup <laughs> and dress up and also talk about her music and how she connects with her family when especially during this lockdown and it's just a way to remind you that even if you're at home 
take a minute to dress up. I know we've bought clothes that we've not been wearing. We've been in sweats all day. So take a minute to dress up, you know, clean up a bit, you know, take some pictures, you know, even just for you to look at them, post them out there and just remind yourself that, you know what, this is just, this is going to end and we're going to go back to, you know, going outside and having, you know, it's just, it's temporary, guys. We're going to get out of this and we're going to get out of this strong. So I've loved having Mr. J here. Thank you so much. This has been so exciting for me. You're welcome. I was I so nervous at the beginning. I actually saw Audrey's uh, post. Because I, I told you before at the show, I was watching you. Yeah. And I saw Audrey's one and I was like, this is so fantastic. You know, it's during lockdown. And what a way to just, you know, make yourself feel good. Right? Yeah. And so, yeah, shout out to her. Shout out Sorry, to anyway. Audrey. And guys, please keep sharing. We're going to keep resharing. And remember, we love you. And always remember to hydrate, drink water. I keep saying mm -hmm. this. If you're listening to me right now, grab that bottle of water, drink some water right now, and take great care of yourself. Guys, have a lovely week. It's been fun. So catch us same time, same place next week. This was the Five Head Fives and Show, and I'm your host, Captain Minor.